Welcome to the Where Money Meets Soul podcast. I'm Jennifer Griffith. And I'm Natasha Gaines. As two busy women juggling high profile jobs, family, friends, bills, and everything else life throws our way, we know what it's like to feel stressed out and overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. And from personal experience, we also know what it's like to pull ourselves out of that place by using the right skills and tools to get our lives into alignment. Absolutely, we're here to share those same tools with you so that you can also turn your desires into reality. If you're interested in learning more about money and abundance, how to create a better work-life balance, and how to pursue your passions without sacrificing your dreams, then we invite you to join us each week to gain powerful tools to help you succeed in business and life. When money meets soul, magic will happen. Hey guys, welcome back. We have Tasha and Jen are here greeting you once again. And Tasha, I don't know about about you, but I am so excited to say goodbye to 2020 and hello, 2021. Hola, hola, 2021. (laughs) So a new year represents new beginnings, fresh starts, and Mm -hmm. hopefully an increased excitement for what's to come at what can be. And I'm pretty sure I speak for most of us when I say, let's hold on to that hope and excitement for the good (laughs) stuff that's coming next year, right? So we're all going to yell Jumanji. Instead of Happy New Year, we're all going to yell Jumanji. (laughs) I get the hell out of this game, right? (laughs) All right. Is everybody with me? (laughs) I totally am. Let's do it. But man, what a year. So this year, God, I don't know, something about knowing there's a new year ahead. And look, even if things continue the way they've been, Right. right, with the pandemic, yeah, there's a sense of hope and a sense of like energy that's like, yeah, it just it makes is. you it's, feel good, right? Yeah. Time to like, shed, shed. Yeah, so it's refreshing, yeah. it's stimulating. So let us just be happy with the fact that we have a new and hopefully an exciting year. So mm-hmm. it always seems a bit easier to start the new year with good intentions, right? Yeah. Setting goals, kind of making promises to ourselves. And I think you're a little bit like me where I don't believe in making resolutions because to no. me, a resolution is focusing on fixing a negative problem. I feel like you're setting yourself up to fail with resolutions. And I feel resolutions have become almost synonymous with uh, something being broken. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. <laughs> they're so almost it, a joke anymore. <laughs> they really are. And in fact, yeah. there's studies that show that over 80% or approximately 80% of resolutions fail by the second week in February. Oh yeah, I believe it. Because if it's not part of your norm and you're trying to change change something so drastically, it's very easy for it to just like, eh, mm-hmm. I yeah. went from not working out at all to suddenly I promised myself I'm going to work out, you know, run 10 miles a day. It's like, ah. yeah, well, let's uh, baby steps, shall we? <laughs> Definitely. So even though resolutions are not part of my thing, what is part of my thing is setting positive goals and intentions, right? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and it's kind of something I do throughout the year, but yeah. I do believe that there is a really good sense of kind of accountability and, and it makes me feel good. So, yeah. and then there are psychologists out there who think that people who write down their goals really are 33% more successful in achieving them versus those who didn't. So they don't okay. believe that they know that, right? Based on studies that they've done. Mm-hmm. So if you don't know where to start or you fear that you're going to start only to fail a few weeks later, like those 80% of Americans, <laughs> an easy way to begin is really just to focus on simple tasks, simple tasks that can have a very positive impact throughout the year. Yep. So for example, if you want to read more, right, mm-hmm. we've said this before, if you want to make a habit of reading more books, instead of setting an aggressive goal where you're going to read a book a week or a book a month. Just make mm-hmm. a goal of reading a page or a chapter a day. 
Right. So make or, it tangible, mm-hmm. right? Or what you could even do is I'm going to read this particular book. End of story. There doesn't have to be an end date to it. It could just yeah. be, I'm going to read this book. Yeah. By um, whatever day. Yeah. Or take it, you know, I'm going to read a book during my lunch break or part mm-hmm. of, you know, I'm going to start this book yeah. or after dinner or before I lie down, whatever, just think small. And I think mm-hmm. by thinking small, you will have thinking small and setting those actions into place. You will have a better sense of making it a part of your daily habit. Yeah. So I like to really focus on maybe setting one to three goals. So don't overdo it. How many people do you know who set right like their resolutions for the year? And it's a list of 20 things. Yeah. Will not eat chocolate. Will not drink as much wine. Will not do this. It's like, I don't, I don't know. It just, that doesn't work to me. Yeah. But if you can set either one goal, one, two, or three, some, you know, three main things that you want to do mm-hmm. for the year. I think that's an awesome place to start. Yeah. You know, yeah. don't feel like you have to go all out. So Healthy things, like if you want to start the year, let's say feeling a little healthier. Um, my thing, and I think I've, I've said this numerous times during the podcast, but just stay hydrated, drink more water. Mm-hmm. You know, it's something you have to drink water or you have to hydrate at least every day, right? If right. not, you're going to have some major issues. <laughs> so what can you do to kick your metabolism and rehydrate your body? You know, can you drink water, more water throughout the day? I like to do it as soon as I wake up in the morning, Mm -hmm. I have water, a canteen bottled water by my bed and I drink water. And it's a great way to kickstart after your body's been asleep for X amount of time. It's a great way to just kickstart your metabolism and stay hydrated. You start Mm -hmm. the day by being hydrated, you know, before you have your coffee, before you have your tea or whatever it is that you have in the morning, start with water. Right. That is, that is easy. You know, Mm -hmm. at least I think it is. I don't know. Drinking water is not difficult, you know? Right. Yeah. But it's something that's really easy to do. You know, it'll make you feel hopefully a little better. Definitely hydrate you. Mm -hmm. So give it a try and see if that works. Mm -hmm. Okay. So this is the kind of things, these are the kind of things that we really want to focus on. This is very simple. Another thing, um, you know, a lot of us, including our readers, because we get updates all the time, we're really good at starting or ending our day in gratitude. Right. Yeah. Right. So if this isn't something that you already do, can you spend a few minutes each day, maybe as you're brushing your teeth or if you're getting ready for work or school or whatever, if you actually commute somewhere these days, Mm -hmm. um, can you start the day by on your way as you brush your teeth? What Mm -hmm. can you give thanks for? Could it be work? It could be uh, your screensaver on your computer. So nice. when your when your screensaver goes to, or you know, when it goes, when you wake up your computer in the morning, it flashes across your screen. What are you great? What am I grateful for yeah. today? And then you just say three things right there. Yeah. Then, Take mm-hmm. the time to really think about it. Mm-hmm. You know, or on if you're walking, I don't know, down your street. What is it of your about your block that you like? Do you like your house? Do you like the tree outside? Mm-hmm. Start to focus on things. I feel like the more you focus, the more you express gratitude, the more you realize how much you have to be thankful for. Right. Right. And then do it at the end of the day too. I think there's nothing more powerful than starting and ending each day in gratitude. I actually so, prefer to do it at the end of the day because for me, I'll write down. For some reason, for me, the the magic number is ten. So I have a journal devoted just to uh, to gratitude, and um, I'll just write down ten things that I'm grateful for. And it, for some reason, I'm sure there's a scientific reason behind this, but for some reason, it makes me sleep go to sleep yeah. faster. Yeah, 
Because you go to bed with mind positive thoughts. Yeah. Well, I am. And so, I, yeah. And then I just sort of realized that eh, nothing else really matters. You yeah. Know? Hey, everyone. Did you ever wish you had a friend who was constantly supporting your dreams to make more money, pursue your passions, or live a more relaxed lifestyle? Well, here we are. Success, financial freedom, balance, whatever you want to create in your life, you can have it. And we're sharing the tools to help you get there. That's right. Because sometimes all it takes to achieve your goals is a tribe of people cheering you on. And we're here to do just that for you. Yes, we are. When you join our tribe, every week you'll receive powerful tools to help you achieve financial freedom, create a better work-life balance, and pursue your dreams. For only $5.55 a month, you'll receive access to affirmations, mantras, guided meditations, EFT tapping sessions, articles, and tip sheets that all specifically focus on money and abundance, work-life balance, and passion and success. That's a whole lot of stuff. It is. If you visit inthelifeofzen.com to subscribe and join our tribe today. It really is. So gratitude is, you know, there are um, professionals out there who've said that gratitude is something that can be learned, practiced and developed. So really what it does is it yields a sense of well-being, right? Mm -hmm. Optimism and happiness. So just focus on being thankful for the things you have rather than being bitter about what you don't have. And then if you do this, you'll start your morning off on a positive note or your end your day on a positive note. Mm -hmm. And it just sets a standard, for that positive day. It does. Absolutely. And you know, another thing to, it, it, it helps with all sorts of areas, conflict resolution, even within yourself. And I just find the more I practice it, the more now it is automatic for me when any sort of conflict comes up, I bright sided immediately. Yeah. It's immediately bright sided in my brain. And I've been doing that for years, but that was probably, that was something that I worked on right? It's just like, okay, well, what's, what's the bright side of this? And now automatically I just bright side everything. Yeah. That's awesome. And and not to the point where I'm Pollyanna and I don't see reality, but it's just like, yeah, well, this, you know, well, the one good Mm -hmm. thing about it is, Mm -hmm. yeah. But I I think it just, it helps me find, for me, it helps me find resolution and conflict a lot faster than some of the people like my, some of my coworkers, because they're so busy uh, thinking about why it's a negative thing. Right. That they haven't gotten to the resolution yet, right. you yeah. know, so they're, they're a little bit bogged down. Whereas if you see, it's almost like, I feel like it's like, okay, here's the conflict. I can automatically already see the resolution a lot faster. Yeah. That's awesome. It's not, but only that in takes that it takes a lot of practice mm-hmm. because and even in situations where like with this year, you know, this year has not been an easy year for a lot of us, <sighs> no kidding. you know, for some of us, it's been very stressful, very overwhelming, especially from a business standpoint, when you're trying to ensure you don't close your doors and you keep mm-hmm. your employees, you know, you keep your employees and you keep people staffed and that's how they, you know, pay for their mortgage and their meals. And yeah. it's been stressful to adapt and change. And it's been crazy. But then I look at, well, if this year wouldn't have happened the way it did, I wouldn't have seen certain individuals in my company thrive Mm -hmm. and I wouldn't have noticed how good they are, you know? So in some cases, like, it's like, we would have never seen that because they're just stuck in their job and they do a great job anyway. But some people have really stepped up to the plate, Oh yeah, you know, and and in some cases it's the opposite, you know, some Mm -hmm. people just don't do well with challenges, but I feel like the positive is, oh my gosh, look at how impressed we now are with, you know, all of these individuals. Mm-hmm. The other thing too, is it puts things into perspective. Like, yes, it was a shitty year. It may not have been the best for all of us, but it makes us focus on what we love. Like, okay, it happened, but I was able to spend more time, more mm-hmm. true, intimate quality time 
with my family. Mm-hmm. I travel a lot for work. I haven't been able to travel since March. Mm-hmm. And so part of it is like, wow, I've been home, which is something I've been wanting to do more of. Like, it's going right. to be really hard for me to start traveling for work again. Yeah. I once know. the world opens up. Or so, going back into the office for me, right? Because, right? you know, I worked in the office. So, yes. But so yeah. you you have to look at things differently. Like, yes, it, it sucked or yes, it was bad. But mm-hmm. the positive is, mm-hmm. huh, and if you yeah. can do that in every situation, how much of yeah. a better person, how much happier would you feel? How much closer do you think uh, you are with your friendships too? I've noticed that as well, right? right. Mm -hmm. Because our quality of friendships have gone up. And then I feel like for us anyway, like we stuck to our core. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So our core friendships have flourished even more so. We've always been close, but like this year it was like, we kind of leaned on each other a lot. And that's a thing. I think even with my girlfriends, now more than ever, you realize how important it is to just have a couple people who you can just confide in and be like, you know what, this sucks yeah. or help, or I need to get the hell out of here. You know, it's like, <laughs> I'm coming over. Yeah. So you do realize how much more valuable those friendships are. Yeah. Yeah, you know? for sure. Mm-hmm. So, and that's a, that's a positive thing, you mm-hmm. know, I mean, just. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of stuff that I did this year that I probably would never have done or gotten around to doing if, right? if I hadn't have been forced to slow down. And I think that's one of the things, especially in America, um, we are not accustomed to spending as much time by ourselves and slowing down. So it's been, it's been a real challenge for a lot of people, but um, I think overall, that's a good thing. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, And it it puts everything into perspective. So I'm curious to see what the effects are going to be next year. Right. Mm -hmm. I know. For those of us who, I mean, look, I love traveling, so I'm excited to start to travel again, but I don't think I'm going to want to ever travel as much as I did prior to the pandemic. Like that was just nuts. Like now I'm good. You know what I mean? So it kind of helps to put things into perspective in terms of, okay, I have to create a better balance Mm -hmm. between the two. Right. Right. So in a, in a sense, it's a, there's lots of blessings in disguise that have come out from this year. No, for sure. And you just have to identify them and, you know, find them and then be thankful for them. Mm -hmm. I've learned a lot about myself, honestly, talk about like how other people have been reacting and stuff, but I feel like I've learned a lot about myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. And you're a very positive person because you've stayed that way. Yeah. Why'd you know that about yourself forever though? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Annoying and positive probably. (laughs) That's why we love you. (laughs) But absolutely. So I think that's, that's probably one of the most powerful things you could do as you go into the new year is really make it a habit of Mm -hmm. starting and ending each day in gratitude. One thing I like just because I feel like um, a lot of our moods can be depicted by our environment. And if our homes are cluttered and full of stuff, you just don't feel as light, right? Mm -hmm. It does feel, you may not notice it, yeah. That when you have a lot of stuff, you just feel this, when you get rid of it, you feel like a weight of your shoulders being lifted up. Yeah. It's so, bogging you down, whether you realize it or not. Yeah. Yeah. So I think a, a awesome thing to do, something I like to do as I start every year and then keep it going throughout the year is get rid of things. Mm-hmm. And it can be, so my magic number is 25 things, because if mm-hmm. you get rid of 25 things a week, by the end of the month, you've gotten rid of a hundred things. Right. And I'm not saying the couch, the TV, unless, <laughs> the unless you, right. <laughs> you could, but, but this is more so think of like junk 
or mm-hmm. the stuff, right? Think of a junk drawer. Yep. You know, exactly. how much crap do you have in that junk drawer? So yeah. can yeah. you get rid of the extra pens, the paper clips? Can you get rid of, um, if you open your shoe closet where you can't even like put any more shoes in or you open a closet and stuff falls out. Like, no kidding. I know. Yeah. You know, I don't, I personally don't like that. So can you get in a habit where you either get, you get rid of things, either pitch it or donate it you? Yeah. yeah. No. to help you feel lighter and less burdened by all the stuff you have. Exactly. So find whatever number works for you. Maybe you only have to do it, you know, maybe it's not every week, but once a month you go through and get rid of things. Mm-hmm. But I really think that um, if you get rid of like, and, and it could just be so sorry, not just physical stuff, but it could be digital stuff too, right? Like mm-hmm. emails, like how many of oh, us exactly. have hundreds yeah. of emails sitting in our inbox at some point? It's like, just get, that's all clutter. I know. So yeah. Get rid of it. Or my hard drive. Sometimes I'll just go through my hard drive and be like, what in the Sam Hill am I hanging right. on to all this crap for? It's crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. We t- because it, I, it's always like that junk drawer, like the closets or like the hard drive or the emails when things are out of sight. You kind of forget oh, about them. I know I have an outdoor storage off of my balcony. I just went through that this past weekend and I couldn't believe I had Jen, I had something like 10 plant stands in there. I'm like, what? They're, they were rusting. I'm like, why am I, why, why am I hanging on to entities? And you know what? I put them down. So I live in a, in a condo area. I put them down by the dumpster. I didn't throw them in the dumpster. I put them next to it. Cause that's what people kind of do around here. If anybody wants anything, yeah. they were gone within a half an hour. I'm like, all right, man, power to you, yeah. whatever. I mean, but clearly somebody wanted them. Yeah. So yeah, but there were at least 10 of them. And, yeah. then, and it's amazing. And you wouldn't have known that unless you went through it. Yeah. You know, what's funny. You probably would have gone to the store the next time you needed a plant stand and just bought one. Exactly. That's exactly what I would have done. Uh-huh. That's why I own so many of them. <laughs> Hilarious. Oh, yeah. It should change for us when I started this exercise. So I started this a couple of years ago where my goal was to get rid of a hundred things a month. Mm-hmm. You know, I had seen um, a documentary called minimalism And if you haven't seen that, I highly recommend it. It is a bit extreme. So these people, you know, are true, true minimalists where they get rid of almost everything, (laughs) but it makes you think of all the stuff you have and your spending habits and how much you buy. Mm -hmm. So for me, I'm like, oh my gosh, I I do have a lot of stuff. I'm going to get rid of things. And my girlfriend and I actually, I had an accountabilities partner. So we would check in with each other once a week. Like, okay, what'd you get rid of this week? And she's like, oh, I went through the pantry. I went through the spice cabinet or I went through the garage, whatever. Mm -hmm. And it was so fun. And we actually like tallied just to keep track and to ensure we did it. And it was a lot of fun. And you feel awesome after you do it. Mm -hmm. You know, whether there's things you donate, things you give, or if it's truly junk, right? Like they use paper clips in the drawer that have like hair hanging off of them, which is so disgusting. (laughs) You have them. Um, but it makes you feel so good. And then what it does is when you go shop, you're very aware. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm not going to buy that because I just got rid of mm-hmm. all those things. Right. Yeah. So yeah, it's exactly. a really good, in my opinion, it's a great feeling to get rid of clutter. And, you know, there are professionals out there that do say getting rid of clutter in your home seems to be a key factor that you may not have realized is so important to your feelings and happiness. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So it's a process that will help you overcome kind of the important obstacle to your well-being. Yeah. So if it's something that's holding you down or weighing you down, get rid of it. Mm-hmm. You know? 
And speaking of your well-being, that's another thing to focus on for a healthier year is to make your well-being a priority every single day, right? 100%. So I can't emphasize it enough that every day you should be doing something that ensures your overall health, that you're being, you know, that your overall health is being taken care of. And when I say overall health, I'm talking about the four major areas of health, right? So emotional, physical, spiritual, and mental. Yeah. You should be at least doing one thing every day to ensure you're meeting your needs in each of those areas. So for example, because I know sometimes people are like, oh, what's spiritual health compared to mental health? But so spiritual health, for instance, would be meditation, Mm -hmm. connecting with nature, reading an inspiring book or article, whereas mental health would be you phone a loved one or a friend you haven't spoken to in a long time, or even your bestie. Um, You keep a reflective journal. Uh, Your emotional health would be do something that makes you happy. Um, anything that makes you happy. It doesn't matter what it is. If it makes you happy, do that. Um, or you can repeat positive affirmations or mantras, which I know you really like doing. Mm-hmm. And then of course your physical health. So with your physical health, you want to exercise, practice yoga. What you said about drinking the water, that's part of physical health. Mm-hmm. Go to bed an hour earlier, eat good, clean, whole foods that make you and your body and your mind feel good. Yeah. yeah. And you know, all of this stuff doesn't take a lot of time. Mm-mm. Right. You can focus on 20 minutes, like dedicate 20 minutes a day for each one or something. Right. Right. Yeah. Go for a walk for at least 20 or 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Sit and read in silence for five to 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Right. If you go to bed an hour earlier, can you get those seven, eight hours of rest, you know, or sleep? Right. Um, absolutely. Take care of yourselves. I mean, we don't want to get sick, especially yeah. now. Yeah, really. um, but yeah, what can you do to make sure? you feel good all year long. Mm -hmm. And it's not this one and done thing. And it's not a resolution. You're not trying to fix something that was broken. You're trying to create new habits, healthy habits that, you know, what what do they say? It takes 28 days to make a habit, right? So it's Mm -hmm. the whole point is to do something consistently for a while where all of a sudden it just becomes second nature, right? You're not even thinking of it, you know, it almost becomes like your non-negotiables, right? So you know, if you want to do one, if you want to focus on all four of these areas, whatever, I personally will say, focus on all four. Oh yeah. Right? I think you should. Yeah. yeah. You should. Yeah. Um, but yeah, absolutely. So do what you can to take care of your body, mind, and spirit, whatever it is, whatever it looks like for you, you know, easy, don't make it difficult. Mm-hmm. And then you go from there. I mean, it's not to say if you, you know, if you want to set a goal of running a triathlon, we're not telling you not to do that. No, that's what awesome. we are telling you is just to do for those of us who want to set goals and we want to make sure we don't fail, just start small because yeah. it's, these are very easy ways to ensure a very healthy year ahead. Yeah. So think small and make a positive impact. Yeah, exactly. All right. So with that guys, we do hope you have a very happy new year. Yay. Uh, 2021 brings amazing stuff for all of us, specifically mm-hmm. good health and happiness and laughter and love and big yeah. group gatherings and concerts. I would love concerts. To concerts. Oh my God, bring on the concerts. Right? So <laughs> let's hope it happens. So do you have, um, we want to close this out with a mantra and affirmation? Let's do it. Awesome. How about this? Um, I am open and ready to receive all of the blessings the new year brings me. I like it. I am open and ready to receive all of the blessings the new year brings me. 
Thank you for listening to the Where Money Meets Soul podcast. We hope you're feeling inspired to take control of your finances, create balance, and live your best life. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and leave a review. And if you know anyone else who would benefit from this content, spread the love by taking a snapshot of this podcast, sharing on social media, and tagging In the Life of Zen. And stay tuned for more from In the Life of Zen. Visit us at inthelifeofzen.com and follow us on social media at In the Life of Zen.